let me unmute my mic. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good whatever time it is. My name is Trevor Lurrett, and welcome to another episode of Treventine, the podcast in which you get to hear the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of an 18-year-old senior being affected by the coronavirus. In this podcast, we covered three different topics. One, what's going on in the headlines today. Two, what I'm doing today. And three, how is corona affecting us or affecting me today? So everyone right now is being affected a little differently by corona um, for sort all sorts of reasons. Um, yesterday, we talked about how DECA got canceled. A lot of a band, a lot of band events got canceled, and even spring sports are getting canceled. There is a huge fiasco going on, and the waters are kind of hazy and muddy, and no one really knows what's going on. So, uh, I think today would be a great opportunity to take a closer look on how Corona has affected people in spring sports. Um, on call with me, I have a couple athletes from Liberty North High School, um, and. Let's just see what they got to say with us. So for our first guest, we have Mr. Braden Presser. Big press. Mr. Presser, are you there? Let's see. Braden, are you there? Yeah, I had to figure out how to turn my mic back on. Oh, that's all right, man. How are you doing today? Good. How are you, Trevor? You know, uh, still healthy. I'm still able to walk around and enjoy life, so I feel like... We're doing pretty well. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So uh, let's just dive right on and into this. Uh, what sports do you play or what sport do you play? Um, I play football and track, um, but obviously the big thing that's been affecting me is the spring sport, track and field. How long have you uh, done track and field? Um, I've done it since eighth grade. Um, my main events are uh, the javelin and the discus. Um, I did a little high jump freshman year, but... Not anymore, um, uh, but I've been doing javelin for four years and then discus for around the same time, but uh, I more do the javelin, more focused on that. And uh, if I'm not wrong, you are a state competitor, right? Uh, yeah, I am the Missouri Class 5 state runner-up uh, two years in a row. Right on. So uh, obviously Corona came around and it's all affecting us. Uh, how has it affected you personally? Um, biggest thing for me, uh, probably like in the sports world, um, it's just like not being able to throw, right. Um, track is a big part of my life. It's what I'm going to go, uh, and do in college, um, and not being able to do something I love, um, has affected me. Um, I'm not, I mean, I am upset, but it's not like a huge deal. I still get to go out and work out and do some drills and stuff, but, um, having that impact on my season and, Having it being possibly shortened a lot or canceled um, just sucks. Um, how much impact does it have not having meets and such? Um, I mean, if like if you're talking about like going to championship season, it's there's no way to like tell how well you're doing, especially compared to other people, um, and no way to like track your progress, right? Mm -hmm. um, so if you don't go to meets throughout the year and you go straight into um, like postseason right at the end, there's no buildup, right? You're starting your season at the beginning or at the end, right? So like normally I start my year at a certain distance and then I increase by like 10 or 15 feet by the end of the year. But my end of the year won't be three months or the whole season won't be three months. It'll be maybe a couple of weeks. So then I have less of a chance of improving 
um, how far I throw. Mm. So would you say that meets are the, the biggest, one of the big largest factors in you, I guess, getting better? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we do a lot of practice. Like I, I practice four days a week to get to throw for about 20 seconds, right? Cause you don't, you're not in that ring for very long or down the runway for very long. Um, but the biggest ways to track your progress obviously are in meets cause you can't throw in practice and say, Hey, that's what I threw. Right. It only counts if you do it in a meet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the biggest, that biggest factor of, um, seeing how well you're doing and, um, seeing how well you're going to do is all in the meets. Right on. Now, um, being a senior and then, you know, going into college, how does it feel knowing that you're potentially could be missing a year? Um, it, I mean, it, it does kind of suck. Um, especially in a world where like in the track world, um, where everything is measured on how well you're doing right. Um, so I'm going to be going against people who had an extra year in college where training is a lot more intense and, um, missing a year for me is means that instead of starting my freshman year in college as a possibly 200 plus foot javelin thrower, I'm going to start as 189 foot javelin thrower, which is a big difference. Um, the top level guys are throwing like 270, um, and around 220 is, um, is where you can go to the national meet in college. And if I start my college career at a two, at a 200 javelin thrower, there's a lot more likelihood of me going to the conference meets and the, national meets whereas if i start at 190 that's a lot less likely mm. so like i'm not too familiar with this but in the college progression is it normally like your freshman year you're still building up to get to compete nationally or like the the higher levels or is it most people go out guns blazing you know what i'm saying well yeah i mean it depends if you redshirt or not um which i won't next year um but it just depends on your mark it doesn't matter what grade you're in um if you're good you get a go so your team decides whether you um, go to your conference meet or not, I believe. But then if you have a qualifying mark, so I'm not sure what it is for col- or for Javelin, but let's say like it's 220. Um, if you throw 220, then you get to go to your um, preliminary meet. There's like a NCAA East and West, I believe. Um, and then if you get like top eight or top 16 at those meets, um, then you get to go to the national meet. Mm. Do you want to announce where you're going to college? Uh, sure. I'm going to the United States Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. Right on. That's a that's a big honor, man. That's a big honor. Yeah. I'm, thank you. I'm I'm really excited about it. It's a really big step for me, and then um, I could not be more excited. Um. So here's the real question: Do you think we'll go back? Um, man, that's that's a little bit loaded. Um, <laughs> do I think we'll go back? Probably not. Do I want to? I mean, heck yeah. Like I. Hundred percent. I want to go back and spend at least a couple of weeks left of school and be able to play this year or be able to throw this year. Um, but realistically, probably not. Like people have been saying that um, the height of the virus probably won't even uh, reach its maximum until the summer. So that's not good hopes for spring sport athletes. Mm. All right, press. Well, uh, I'll get you back on towards the end of the show when we get everyone in here. Um, I think we should move on to our next contestant. Thanks for having uh, taking time out of your day and coming on here, man. Yeah, no problem, man. All right. Our next guest is Mr. Jed Anderson. Jed, are you here? 
Yeah, what up? How you doing, dude? Good, how are you? Great, great. You know, like like I told Press, I'm still I'm still living, I'm still alive. So yeah. I would say it's pretty good. So uh what sports do you play or what sport do you play? Um, I play tennis and yeah, that's I kinda committed to tennis like two years back. I played basketball, but now it's just hundred percent tennis out of my time. So uh with corona affecting you, how how has missing tennis affected you? Well, tennis has been like part of my livelihood these past three years. I mean that's like I'd play like almost every day and once like the season kind of like we can't practice for now and like it was a kind of like a week ago practice got canceled and so the six of us on varsity we just still play together but now since we're on lockdown we can't even like leave our houses i mean i we can't play for like five weeks or probably more than that so it's just like a weird thing not to do if you've done it every day in your life Mm -hmm. so like do you still like play at home if that makes sense like do you still do home drills i guess I mean, it's it's kind of it's super hard to do by yourself. Like I can work on some volleying against the wall. I mean, that's just or like shadow strokes, which but it's just not the same. It's just hard to do on your own. Mm. So you know, I mean, you're you're a junior, right? Yeah. And like affecting this year, do you think that'll have a a, a monumental effect on you next year? Like, you think you're going to be missing out? Uh, I mean. I feel for the seniors, it's much worse than what I have been going through. But, I mean, like, the junior season, that's that's an important one. And also, we're, our team right now is one of the best we've ever had in school history. And we were supposed to go to state. Um, but now that the – I mean, we have two seniors on our team, and they're going to be gone next year. And so I think the level of play for our team next year will be not as, like, good as this year. And so it just seems like a waste that we won't be able to use it this year. Mm, yeah, I hear that. Um, so, you know, I asked Press this. Do you think we'll come back? No, I don't think at all. I mean, with the way, with the way like Washington, I don't know if you've seen in California. I mean, I think that's just going to wipe through Missouri and, and we're going to be, I think we're going to be sitting at home until like July. Mm, yikes. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you been posting up differently? Have you been like hoarding toilet paper and stuff or is that? No, <laughs> no. I don't. I don't want to be hoarding. I'm just trying to get on a get on a routine, like keep myself sane, and not go crazy, just being stuck in my in my house every day. But what have you been doing since? Like, I mean, obviously you don't have sports. What have you been doing to stay sane and not go crazy? Um, I just been working out a lot. I've been I've been doing my school, obviously. Um, and then I've just been like watching like so many movies, but mostly it's just the working out part that just kind of keeps me grounded and will give me like better for tennis i guess are you just like running and stuff or is it i mean i have so i've been running and then i have some like stuff in my basement that i've been able to work out with interesting right on man well jen thanks thanks for coming on do you have anything else to to say anything uh Big discoveries? No, i think i'm good all right dude well i appreciate it and then uh Stay tight a little bit. I, I want to get you guys all, all on real, or in a little bit. All right, sweet. Thank all you. Right. Of course. And then our next person, the great <laughs> Nate Chester. Nate, how are we doing today? What's up, Trav? Good morning. You know, we're just doing what we love, you know? Maybe not so much for well, you since course. baseball's canceled, but... 
So, uh, I mean, I kind of just alluded to it, but do you want to describe what sport you play and then how long you've been doing it? Oh, yeah, sure. I, so I play baseball, and I've been playing baseball since I was three. Wow. So uh, you're kind of good, right? <laughs> Something like that. Nice, nice. So, um, you know, how, how has corona affected baseball? Um, I'd say we had our jamboree the day before um, everything got canceled. So it was kind of like a teaser. You know, we got to see how we got on, looked on the field. It was good weather and, and something you can't control just bangs it. And then right now it's kind of just affecting everybody, I'd say, emotionally. Like, to be honest, it really, really hadn't hit me until like two days ago. Mm. Sorry, I'm kind of bringing out repressed emotions. Oh, no, you're good, man. <laughs> you're good. Um, so, like, you know, going going into spring break, I know we all kind of were a little leery on if spring sports would get canceled. What what were your thoughts before everything went down? No, yeah. To be honest, I didn't think it was even a possibility at the time. I mean, looking back on it, if I would have just thought of that thought, then I'd, I'd probably still would have not even seen it coming. I remember some teachers saying, bring your laptops, textbooks home. And I was like, no way, you know, why, what is this virus going to do out in Seattle, Washington? And then 15 days later, we can't even leave our house. It's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, you know, when, whenever we first heard that we we're supposed to be quarantined and stuff, how did, how did you feel knowing that that kind of pushed it to the next level, like almost pushing us farther away from actually being able to play spring sports. Did you have like a certain emotion that went through you when you heard about that? Um, yeah, honestly, it, it didn't affect me in anger or sadness anyways. It kind of just, it made me realize like this is serious and, you know, as tough as it is to realize during your senior season, after all the off season workouts and stuff, like there's bigger problems in the world than just not being able to play sports. And, you know, like I, I still feel bad, especially for all the seniors played their last baseball game and didn't even know it across the country, but at the end of the day, there's still the the public health of the world is a little more important than spring sports, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a that's a great way of thinking to have, you know. Um, you know, okay. So I this leads in perfectly going into your senior year, playing baseball potentially for the last time in high school, and then obviously you're going to go play at a a pretty big school next year. Um, <laughs> the How's it feel knowing that you might have missed this season? See, that's the thing that kind of hit me two days ago. Was, you know, started the one year ago to today memories start popping up. And um, it gets rough because, you know, as a freshman, or even you can start waiting before that, you know, waited four years for this season. You know, theoretically, senior season is usually your position to be um, putting up the best stats, having the best games, you know. And now I can play with – uh, nine other seniors out there on the field that we grew up in the system together and you know to have that taken away while we're all still healthy and doing good in school and controlling everything we can control and then it just gets sweeped out under the rug from us something you can't control I mean it's it's tough but it's one of those things that's going to make us all better at the end of the day mm -hmm. and now do you think if we do if people actually listen to the government and stay inside do you think we will have a chance, maybe even like at the very end of the year or 
even bleeding into the summer, there could still be a spring sports season? Um, I like what Misha's doing, how they're postponing and waiting and reevaluating. I think most states who are at like the below average to average um, risk rate at the moment should be doing that as well. Because, I mean, you don't know if it's going to plow through your state. I mean, Wyoming can just have two cases total. But um, I've... I don't know, man. I mean, I think it really depends on the next eight to ten days because eventually the virus is going to have to peak. And the, pro- the the determining factor is how much and how fast does it decline after it peaks. I've been in touch with a baseball coach pretty much every day. I'd say about every day. And I guess there's some talk about trying to get the whole season pushed to the summer and finish it out then for the people who are uh, able to play. Or just an abbreviated season, you play your conference opponent twice and then just go straight into the postseason. And honestly, you know, I'm fine with both of those because I just really want to play at the end of the day, to be honest. Yeah, I hear that. Um, you know, we there's that hashtag that went around that was like, let the kids play. Yeah. Uh, do you think that, that had an impact? Um, I think some certain officials see it, you know, like um, Misha officials or other state Officials have kids that are probably in high school. A lot of them probably have um, kids that play senior sports. I bet it hit home for a few of them, but, I mean, I don't think it would affect their decision. I just think um, mentally they would recognize it and know that these athletes um, are being impacted by this virus after training. You know, I don't know about track and tennis, but baseball, they probably been – the fall season ended in around, I think – first week of October for most that's pretty late so I mean working out and training every single day since October waiting for the arm to roll around and then it does we actually have pretty good weather this year I think it's supposed to be 70 degrees today and then everything's perfect and then like you said something just happened can't control it hmm. yeah I mean we just got to do what we got to do and there's not much else that we have like control of right now so exactly yeah i agree right on nate well i appreciate you coming on and i mean i think this transitions perfectly into our our next little segment where like i think we should have all three of you guys talk about it i think some of you guys know something that i don't about misha and what they're doing about the coronavirus so do you guys want to hop back in uh presser and jet yeah what's up Trev? all right so you guys were telling me about some sort of plan to have state still you guys want to explain that um so misha sent out a like a statement or whatever saying that even though the seasons are probably not going to happen or they're going to be extremely shortened that they're hoping to keep the state championships or something or the bracket which i don't know how that's going to all the teams across the metro and individual championships for tennis and track um it's just a whole complicated thing but I feel like they'll have a plan. I don't know. Um, so yeah, like, uh, oh, sorry. The, I have the Misha thing pulled up. Um, all right. It says, in all likelihood, any championships that do happen will have a very different look and feel than those in the past. Um, the staff continues to find possible venues and backup venues, as well as continue to develop multiple variations of what a postseason may look like. Um, so they want to try to have a postseason, but it'll probably look very different. Um probably very different for each sport and very different from what each sport normally has. Hmm. So, I mean, you guys all three different play different sports, obviously. 
Uh, how do you think each sport would look um, from your shoes, your point of view? Um, uh, sorry, you can go, you can go. Uh, you can. To be honest, uh, North Liberty North baseball this year, on paper, you know, you know, you don't, you don't know if it translates to the field or not, but we're supposed to have one of the best teams in North history and, you know, pre-ranked top five in the state, you know, ready to get going. And so, I mean, I think it was – we had 10 seniors and on the baseball field only nine play. So when, when there's that much experience out there on the field and confidence, especially in high school sports, it takes you a long way. So um, I think we were going to be really good and have a lot of success this year, and I was excited. Mr. Track, for, you? yeah, no problem. Um, for track, uh, a little different because it's more of an individual sport. Obviously, there is the team aspect of like uh, scoring points at meets and stuff. Uh, but normally, how state is done is that individuals qualify, and then depending on how many individuals you qualify, um, however many points you get at state is where you place for your team. Um, so it's not like a whole team aspect. It's just it's a lot more difficult because um people don't really know where they line up and setting that bar of where state qualifies um because normally they have a district qualifying uh mark or two um individuals from each school get to go per event but if you have more than two eventuals individuals over that mark then all three or four or however many have can go um but it's going to be hard to say what that mark will be for each event um because we've only had a couple weeks to compete so Hmm. Yeah, that that is weird because you can't you can't get a mark yet because there hasn't been a real meet yet, has there? Yeah, exactly. So you can't go straight into those. I mean, you could do um, the normally the way it works is you have your conference championship, and then the next week you have your district top four districts go to sectionals, and then top four sectionals go to state. Um, but if you can only have a couple weeks, um, it'll look super different in the fact that. Um, like you only have one or two meets or will everybody have to go one meet and then just qualify for that mark? Or will it be um, one meet and then the top four go for that mark? Well, then that's like, we have 250 kids doing track at our school. So it's all 250 kids going to compete in one meet from every single school in Missouri and then have only four kids from each meet qualify. So <laughs> it's very strange. Interesting. And then I guess for the the last team sport, Jed, do you do you have an idea of what tennis could do? Um, they could easily they could just throw together um the district because we do the district district tournament, so they could just put together the I think there's like six of us or something, and they could just use the records from last year or something, and then for individuals, that's gonna be a lot more complicated because that's like that's so many more kids, um, but. Again, you could use records from last year, maybe, but I don't know how that much will translate. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, the district assignments, there's only like, uh, it's a small number, so it doesn't seem like it'd be that part of a process, especially for tennis, just the team. And maybe they will cancel individual state, but team state could definitely still happen. Hmm. Did, uh, did Misha like give out a time or a date when this would happen? I don't think so unless Braden has in the thing no I didn't I didn't see any they just saying like further developments will wait obviously um 
there's no specific this is when it's going to happen it's just we'll see how it goes we want to try to get the championships in um but we don't know when it'll be so mm. bummer man well guys i uh, i appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to hop on here giving us your your thoughts on spring sports getting canceled no problem i hope uh yeah, yeah. of course Trent. I hope we have a chance to play, but until then, I guess we can just chill out and hope for the best. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Trev. Of course. You guys stay Thanks, safe. Trev. Wash your hands. You too. All right. You too, yeah. man. All right, guys. So that was all three of the Liberty North legends, supposedly, according to me. Nate the Great Chester, Braden Presser, and Jed Adaya Anderson. Um, all three legends in each of the sports they play. And, you know, they that that's just how it is, man. That's how things are going to be. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens regarding spring sports. I guess I can keep you updated throughout the time being. And that's why I do this daily, because I like to keep you guys informed and, and just keep a, a log of what's happening in the world right now, which flows perfectly into our next segment. I just touched my face. I'm going to get corona now is we should talk about the headlines in the news today. So this is all according to the New York Times as of what time? Two minutes ago today. There's not a lot of headlines as there's been in the last few days. But as always, you can see the headlines flowing through on the ticker on the bottom. But let's just read them through. So Governor Cuomo gives coronavirus update. This was live a couple minutes ago. And this was the White House officials talking about new york becoming the epicenter of the national outbreak when it comes to corona and then the governor cuomo was talking about the rate at which people are being hospitalized with the coronavirus uh, slowing down suggesting that the density control measures are working and that's according to that governor he talked about how um what we've been doing apparently has been good enough to slow down the the spread of corona and just you know, doing the job. So this is exactly why we need to continue our social distancing, continue uh, self-isolation and being away from these huge crowds um, and only going out when we need to. Now, as much as that sucks, I'm suffering just as much as you guys are. But, you know, it's once again, we're in a time to be quarantined. We have all this technology, all this media, and we have so much time or so much stuff to fill our, fill our time. So definitely it's it's a great time to stay stay alone and like Nate was saying if we can do our part for the the national health I think that's a lot more important than a senior baseball season you know and you know I always appreciate hearing thoughts and honest opinions like that because those good opinions and good thoughts are what's going to keep us going and keep get us through things um, the next headline is that the White House emphasizes how hard New York is being hit once again talking about how they're the epicenter of all this corona it's a largely compact place with a lot of people and then just a lot of contact and a lot of things being touched out there so of course a disease like this would spread pretty rapidly now the next headline is that new york police reported dropping crime and a rise in infection affected officers oops i mean the dropping crime is good because no one wants to go outside anymore because they don't want to get corona but all these officers are getting infected too so i don't know I mean, that's an interesting correlation, probably because officers are going out there to make sure people aren't leaving 
and because they're supposed to be sheltering and placing. But interesting to see that. And I mean, I, you can only send out your prayers to these officers that are being infected and hope that they get through it. Um, it's been interesting to see a lot of people have been impacted by Corona differently, especially when it comes to the sickness part. Like people that like doctors who have been exposed to it a lot, they're getting hit a lot harder than some people that have just gotten exposed to it for a little bit. And it was something I, I just heard on a, a different podcast. And it was weird to see. But uh, the next headline is to the doctors, NYU turns to senior medical students. I mean, that's good. You're pulling all your resources that you have. And, you know, if you're able to utilize what you have, especially in a time where we're running low on people and people are getting sick, especially these doctors, you got to grasp for something. And then this grasp is people that are obviously educated enough to be going to NYU and they're seniors in the medical, like us department so i feel like they are in good hands still even though there might not be these qualified doctors who have been doctors for years now there's still doctors that could help you in this time and then protect us when we really need it and then next one is that relief is possible for commuters who paid for the rides they won't use what does that mean let's read through here um so you can get a 30 a refund on your 30-day unlimited metro card if you paid 127 dollars last week because of the whole New York um, shutdown and stuff. I guess a lot of people, they do buy these commuter cards that they can just ride the subway or uh, public transportation as much as they want for like a certain price. I guess it's $127 according to this article. And it's just talking about how there's a call for commuters to forfeit the 50% discount that comes with the monthly pass um, to seek refunds for unused days. So, I mean, yeah, that makes sense because... If there's a huge drop in people using it, it kind of feels like, I don't want to say a scam because you're not being able to use it, but if your government is telling you not to go use the metro or not to, you know, use the public like this, I think it's it's it makes sense to refund these people. It's like uh, not getting ripped off if you think about it because you, you spent money on it and if you're not using it because of the government who kind of controls that saying not to do it, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, also, there's another headline I didn't put in here, but it says the taxi industry is decimated by the outbreak. Of course, who's going to want to drive in a taxi where other people could have been in? Who knows where the driver has been? And it's just like crazy to think that people are getting sick just by uh, breathing in air and then touching other uh, other things that have been contaminated before. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting time in, in history where People are scared, we're scared, I'm scared, and it's, we got to just figure out what to do and then stay home, obviously. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for the headlines. Um, now we can just talk about what I've been doing personally for today. So today I woke up around 7. I, I stayed up a little late last night playing video games. Probably shouldn't have, but, you know, it was fun. Let me, uh, let's get, get a little more intimate here. I'll, I'll crouch down for you guys. Um... But yeah, I stayed up a little little later than, than normal last night. I, I was playing video games, vibing out. Um, reconnected with some old friends I haven't played with in a long time. So that was a lot of fun. And then um, I woke up this morning. I made an egg, put it on bread, chomped it down real quick. And then I uh, went on a run. I went, how, how far was my run this morning? I think it was like 
here it is 34 minutes with a 3.24 mile run I'm not a runner uh, when I did track I used to be a thrower so obviously I did not run a lot but I have been running a lot because I've been doing a lot of fitness stuff last year two years right now so I feel like I'm in shape enough to do it low-key I had to stop and you know like rest a little bit but it was still a run it was still a nice nice way to get some air some air some good cardio but yeah I did that and then I uh, I worked out so our coach has been tweeting out workouts and every Wednesday is usually our rest day we either will run or we'll uh, play a game so obviously we can't play a game if we're all home and what I did today was I I did my run and then I've been following Jeff Jeff Nippard's push pull or legs push pull workout excuse me which is an upper lower program so first day will be legs second day not uh, not upper lower it is upper lower but not quite it's a push pull so day one will be legs day two will be pushing exercises so like bench press tri rope extensions um, everything along those natures and then day three will be the pull so that's like bent rows pull-ups um, you know other activities uh, activities like that so today was day three because I start on Mondays so I did uh, like bent rows and stuff and then I had to modify it because I don't have weights at home so I did something that I thought was pretty quirky and pretty weird um, let's pull it up real quick I have the video of it so let's pull it up this is what I was doing I uh, as you can see here I had buckets of water filled them up and then I was doing bent rows with that I just put it on a bar with weights and uh, yeah, my form might not be fantastic, but you know I'm moving weight, and I, I'm getting that that exercise, that grind that I've been uh, meaning to get for a long time since, you know, uh, I don't have access to a gym anymore. So I'm just glad I, I was able to do that. I did curls with that, and then tomorrow's my second leg day. So the way the the workout works is it's uh, day one will be legs, so day four will be legs, day two will be uh, the push. So day five would be push, and then day three would be pull. Day six would be pull, uh, pull. So you just rotate every three days like that, and then that just gives each part of your body a chance to relax. So legs is obviously legs. Push is your like chest, and then pull is your back. So those are your major movers, and that's just what you got to like focus on if you want to keep going through. And then so I, I wrapped up my workout. I had some protein from the Supplement Superstore. Bless those guys. Those guys are the real ones. Um, I love their protein. I was drinking their fruit punch protein. And I don't know what's going to happen when I run out because I know they're still open. But it's like, do I go out and risk getting corona or do I get protein so I can keep getting big with the minimal, uh, you know, supplies I have when it comes to lifting I don't know I'll cross that bridge when it comes along maybe I'll take you guys on that journey with me so then after uh, yeah I worked out I had a protein shake I uh, sprayed the the perimeter of the house for bugs um, it's starting to become spring here in uh, Liberty and you know I uh, we, we started noticing some some ants here and there so got to stop those before it gets really bad and uh, you know I live in the basement too so I hear I get centipedes all the time and it's terrifying because i'll just be like sitting on my playstation playing and then next thing i know there's just a centipede on my wall and i, I either you know drop kick that thing or i just get like a shoe and then punch it but you know you got to do what you got to do um 
And then, yeah, after this podcast, J-Day is supposed to happen. So they're doing an online J-Day Zoom meeting. Maybe I can hop on that after this. That'd be interesting. So J-Day is journalism day. So I'm obviously a journalism student. I am doing my journal part as a journalist right now. And um, we were supposed to have J-Day today. And what that means is we would go to the University of Missouri, uh, the zoo, Mizzou, and we would have gone to a bunch of classes and then we would have gone to awards. So we all submitted different pieces for J-Day. I submitted a Trent Green piece. I got to meet Trent Green. I got to mic him up and then I followed him around and uh, we went on a shopping spree with a bunch of kids. So that was a lot of fun. Me and my friend Taylor Gilbert worked on that. He's a fantastic video editor. He edited everything. I just, I recorded it. I got the audio and then I followed Trent around. That's all I did. So uh, props to him. I also submitted an Iran piece. I, uh, whenever Donald Trump did that, that airstrike to kill Qasem Soleimani, I made a, a new story on that to see what like Liberty North students thought about that. So that was really cool. And um, yeah, I think in about 10 minutes, they're going to do their live stream, their Zoom to give out awards. So I'll hop, probably hop on that in a little bit. So I, I might hop on that. And then um, it was just a bummer. Corona canceled it, but it looks like they're doing, they're having still a method to go around that. And they are still having J-Day without having J-Day. So that's interesting. We'll see if we win any awards. Um, fingers crossed. That'd be really cool. But yeah, after that, I'll, I'll do my online schooling. Yesterday, it took like an hour to do all my online schooling and then I cleaned my room. My room is a lot cleaner now, but I feel like I need to get rid of a lot of stuff, especially since I have the time. But uh, yeah, I think I'll do that. I'll probably do some yard work today since it's going to be nice. It's going to be in the 70s today, guys. It's going to be crazy. And you know, I mean, if I can't leave the house, I'll just stay the house and then make it look nice outside. So yeah, that's that's it. And then, you know, just got to keep on with that grit, keep on rolling and then keep on going with the punches. So yeah, that's been episode eight of Trebentine. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I always love hearing from different people. Tomorrow... I have my my old pal Ben coming on. We're going to talk about photography in a time of quarantine. I believe he took some pictures yesterday. So we'll see what happens with that. And then also I'm repping a Shaq jersey um, when he played for Orlando. That was a, a cool time. Um, I thought it was a perfect timing to wear, especially when we're talking about spring sports. But yeah, and then that's my day. That's Treventine, part six. Wash your hands. Stay safe. That's the way it's going to be for a little bit. And uh you know, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be safe and then keep on social distancing. So uh, I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace.